What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Soul Therapy, the podcast. My name is Daniel. Uh, Daytona. Today, we are continuing with a part three of pre-Show Me the Money season 10, and we will be talking about the producers while we wait on the last team, and we will also talk about our top two confirmed contestants through three categories that we created and break down why we place these artists in these categories. As usual, if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on all streaming platforms and don't forget to give us that five-star rating. Also, for more contents, please go and follow our socials at soul underscore therapy and please also support our page on Patreon as well. So now that we are inching closer to Show Me The Money Season 10 and while we wait for the final team... In terms of the producers, what are you in? What are your initial thoughts of the produ- producers so far? Um, it's kind of a mixed bag, in my opinion. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, first of all, there was controversy surrounding whether Mino can like be a great producer. Hmm. Because as much as Mino had had great um exploits like in the past auditions and stuff. Um, he doesn't exactly have a album career. That's true. As a yeah. rapper, I mean, Yumta has like four albums under his under his belt. Um, Zion T at least has like with the EPs in consideration. At least yeah, he has full, a lot of singles out too. Yeah, like I mean, Mino has singles. I mean, mm-hmm. um, and that too. But uh, Zion T like has like when it comes to like full body works, like they, he has like three or four as well, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, so people are people were kind of skeptic because Mino just released his like second or first album, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, I mean, he is like people like him, people like mm-hmm. him as a rapper, and people like him as a celebrity. But there is a little bit of concern as to like, is he really producer material? Mm. Like, granted, like Gray, like be people like Gray. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have an album as well, but if you think about it, he's a producer. He's not. He kind of markets himself not just as an artist, but as a producer, right? Exactly. He's mostly known as a producer. Yeah, Mino's not known for being a producer. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard a song where he produced a track. Yeah, like usually when it comes to Show Me the Money, like the producer teams are one artist and one producer. You know. Yeah. It has always been like that, and the only person that kind of um, went through this kind of dichotomy, I guess, is mm-hmm. the quiet because he's really known for being both. Yeah. Yeah. And Yumta is almost self produced the entirety of his albums as well. So people oh, yeah, are that's not. That's right. Very, Yumta yeah. also produces as well. Exactly. So um, that's a little bit of commentary about Mino. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to Yumta and Toil, uh, yeah, I was. I, uh, I was a bit hesitant with that team. Yeah, because the reason I'm a little bit hesitant is because if you remember Show Me the Money 8, mm-hmm. it was the, the one of the, I think one of the failures of that season was they didn't put established producers on there. Yeah, it was just kind of like mm. mashed up together. It yeah. was almost rushed. It wasn't yeah. con- constructive. It's not like I'm saying like they're whack producers or anything, but Millie and Boy not. Cold isn't exactly established producers. Mm-hmm. There are no Groovy Room. There are no, um, I don't know, I guess, uh, no Groovy Room. They aren't Loptimist or anything. 
You, you see what I mean? Yeah, it's especially with Milik, I would say he was more yeah. of an experimental, just yeah. I mean, kind of new to the scene. It's not saying like they're untalented. It's like the amount mm-hmm. of experience they have. Yeah, for sure. And Toil is not exactly the most experienced producer out there. Mm-hmm. But I think with Toil, I mm-hmm. think he's an exception because he's made music that people are familiar with. You know, the sounds mm-hmm. or the beats that he produced for. You know, artists like mm-hmm. Ash Island and etc. Mm-hmm. So I think there's an exception there. He did roll uh, roll a lot around when it comes to like ambition members, I guess. Mm-hmm. But nah. I'm just not sold entirely. Like, if it was, for example, uh, um, there are other seasons like uh, in Show Me the Money 5, if we remember, mm-hmm. go back to the days. Um, wasn't it like a Kush on it? Wait yeah, with Zion T. With Zion T, exactly. Uh, and you also had Doki, who was also a famous producer. Mm-hmm. Gil was a member quiet. of the movement crew. And you had the quiet and stuff like that. Like, and even like Show Me the Money 4. Let's go back to that. Um, we had Verbal Gent. We had... Yeah, that had a lot of producers. Yeah. No, it, it wasn't exactly like weird for Show Me the Money 4 because mm-hmm. there were not actually producer producers in there. Mm-hmm. They, basically, the only people who had produced like exact are known for their production credit was Verbal Gent, right? Mm-hmm. And show me the money for, but and they were all artists. The problem is because they were all artists, it was kind of um, they brought in outside producers all the time. Mm-hmm. You see, yeah, I don't think you can do it with seasons like this because, well, it it will kind of look lame. <laughs> mm-hmm. You already have a B maker on your team. You really want to bring in someone else? It's gonna be weird. And I think Sloam has a established catalog. Yeah, man, I was excited when Sloan was announced. Yeah, I mean, Sloan doesn't have a full length either, but when it comes to, like, the his production credits, like, Sloan really has an extensive, like, experience and history of putting out great songs. Mm-hmm. Toil didn't really go through that yet, I think. I mean, that's true. I thought his uh, mm. first album was pretty solid, his first mm. LP. I thought it was pretty solid for his debut. Uh, it's just... I'm not sold on it yet. Maybe my my opinions will change. Mm-hmm. When the show actually happens. Yeah, because all all in all, I think the producer teams that make it through are people with more variety. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and in that aspect, Gray is locked up. I mean, Gray is sure. Gray practically made every kind of beat that ever existed so who cares like he, he's going For to sure. he's yeah he's proven to do that Sloam has a great record of doing that too yeah i i always thought that Sloam and zion yeah. T's chemistry worked really well they i mean they just fit naturally well yeah he can come up with the most fluffy shit as that's out there and then suddenly switch 180 and pull out a like a like east coast boom bap shit like like yeah. nothing he did that last season already so that's true he he has yeah. a distinct sound. Sloan yeah. has a distinct sound. And when it comes to that kind of like versatility, Toil mm-hmm. is the one uh, is the one with the least credibility, I guess. Mm-hmm. Even Yumta's production credits is doesn't have that much variety. 
Like that John Cena beat was basically DJ Coker sample, if you think about it. Mm, yeah. So I I just want some more variety. Like if you look at the seasons that flopped, it was always seasons that had very homogenous sounds. I hear you. Yeah, and that kind of variety I think should be established. And I really hope um this fourth team kind of cements this. Because, yeah, I yeah. I think we're all excited who this fourth team is. Just yeah. not only excited, but we're extremely curious. Yes, it's actually very important who the fourth producer team is. If it turns mm-hmm. out to be nobody, it's gonna become a little bit problematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I I find myself thinking leading up to you know the program. I was excited at first, like really excited, mm. but then my mind kind of shifted towards interested. I left my mm. mind that I'm interested, you know, I'm mm. open to it and I'm interested, mm. but I'm not exactly sold on it because mm. like you mentioned about the producers, I, I was hoping that a more experienced producer would come into, you know, the, the program as a, in the third team, but mm. you know, I'm not complaining because I think Yumta and Toil would be a good, mm. good producer, but I just think, as a show me money program as a whole, you know, mm. you want to go back to that season five, you know, where season yeah. five was just the perfect balance. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I was hoping, and again, if it is the grand finale, you know, I was hoping mm. if we got a little bit more out of the, you know, the team producers, but look, I'm not complaining. It's, mm. it's, w- the show hasn't even started and, mm. you know, anything can happen at this point, you know? So, they could sell us with a great music, great beats, mm. but at the same time, it can go the opposite way and kind of deteriorate, you know, mm. with good quality beats and stuff. So I put my mind at, I'm interested, mm. but I'm not like 100% sold yet. Yeah. Because I really thought this third team would mm. kind of be the deciding factor, maybe. Mm. But now that we have to rely on the fourth team, I'm kind of wary, but also interested. Again, I'm just mm. interested. So, yeah. you know, hopefully we get a strong fourth team. And I don't know. Yeah, do you have really any games to Like, this is the 10th season. And they even put, like, a extra title on it, right? Like, the yeah. original, like... They, br- they better bring that original vibe. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> for real, um, for one real. thing... One, under, one other thing that... Um, kind of makes me a little bit hopeful too about this season. Um, this is the this is the capitalistic system saying, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. The sponsors, like each time there's an audition program, there's a sponsor. And last season's sponsors were pretty small um, corporations, like. Uh, I really don't have any idea who these people are. Like, it was mm. some chicken company. It was a resort company. Johnny Walker wasn't it. Um, you had a beer company and all this shit. This season's sponsor is Samsung, mm. which is multiple, like, <laughs> way bigger. Way bigger. It's exactly speaking, as Samsung Electronics. And when it comes to corporate value, um, Samsung Electronics basically trumps every company that was the sponsor for last season 
Well, I'm not like this is coming from a Wikipedia page, so it may be a little bit uh, faulty. But if you think about it, um, if the sponsors, such as big as this company, is kind of you know investing in it, it means this there's not going to be like faulty, stupid shit going on. Mm. You know, like bad editing and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that shit is not going to happen this season. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully not, man. Yeah. Hopefully not. Like, every time, the season was decent enough, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. The corporation sponsors were better. Like, Show Me the Money 5 was sponsored by Adidas. Volkswagen. Mm -hmm. You know? Sony, stuff like that. Um, and... Let's see, any more? Yeah, Show Me the Money for Season 4 was Adidas. Mm-hmm. Show Me the Money Season 3, let's see, was Adidas. Mm. So, bigger the company that's behind the show, it tended mm. to be better. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a show business anyway. You throw more money at it, chances of success goes up, whether you hate it or not. Right? Facts. Yeah, and this is the first time a big corporation like Samsung decided to stand like stand in like people call Korea Samsung Republic <laughs> mm-hmm. there's no bigger corporation than Samsung in Korea I think there is a reason for saying that this season will not be that bad yeah mm. hopefully I think at the end of the day I think again it's all about the programs I just hope that mm. you know Abnet knows what they're doing and clean up the errors that were mm. made previously and mm-hmm. yeah you know we're just hope hopeful that mm-hmm. we get a strong fourth team yeah as the producers so yeah um moving on to our next uh topic so now that the deadline has passed for show me the bunny 10 submission process yeah there were many familiar faces and new faces that will be participating mm-hmm. And with the show inching closer, we wanted to break down two artists that we each selected and put mm. them in three categories that we created. The three categories are most exciting, most shocking, and potential winners. All right. Um, first of all, I wasn't sure what the standard for exciting was, I guess. So <laughs> yeah. what I said was people with the most clout, I guess. Okay. For the first category. So when it comes to exciting, I guess, um, basic is one. Okay, of course. Because he's an established veteran, right? Yeah. And sure. basic has become kind of a household name in Korea. Mm, yeah. Not many rappers become household names. And the reason he became a household name wasn't because of his rapping. It was because of his YouTube status. Mm-hmm. Um, him going on a military, uh, what was it? A military show program called Kajasanai. Oh, yeah. You people are probably not what do you call it familiar with it, but there has been a very uh, military show reality program phenomenon in Korea, and mm. that started from YouTube. Korea has approximately a sixty million of a population. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Kajasanai kind of drew like two twenty million views or something, which basically means a third of the country has watched this content. Wow. Yeah, and it's a military survival program where you have um, ex-UDT members kind of, you know, doing all sort of reality TV shit. And Basic was a participant in that. Mm. And 
and he did well. Like as when it comes to entertainment value, Basic did really well. And ever since that program, Basic has become a kind of a YouTube, not superstar, but some kind of a star in the YouTube hemisphere, right?、Mm-hmm. So when it comes to cloud, I think Basic probably draws in most viewers. Okay. Yeah, and the other one would be. Basic in a positive sense, and the other、um, cloud it will be probably Honey. Okay. Oh wow. Okay.、Um, because in a bad way though. <laughs>、mm. I'm yeah, not surprised. Honey, yeah, when it comes to like,、um, y'all probably saw it through the Olympics and stuff, but there is a very huge gender problem going on in Korea,、mm. and his Honey was a huge part of that. And he's also one of the rappers that.、Um, That was huge back in the days, you know,、mm-hmm. and he, he is basically not talked about in a hip hop manner anymore. People don't talk、mm-hmm. about his music. People talk about his political stances and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So his music got forgotten, but his personality got notorious, which is the、yeah. worst position you can be as an artist. Exactly. Yeah, the, your persona survived, but your art has died. Like that's the worst、mm-hmm. thing that can happen to any kind of artist, no matter what field you are in. So,、mm-hmm. in a sense, if he does make it back into Show Me the Money Ten, and it will draw clout in a、mm-hmm. bad way or a good way, I have no idea because I have no idea whether he will succeed or fail on that audition program.、Mm-hmm. So, I think Basic and Honey probably will bring in more mo- the most views, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So them too. Wow. It it sounds like you went very specific with the the category. Because for me, I went <laughs> just kind of with basic. You know, I just I、yeah. just kind of was like, okay, exciting. Who would be the most、mm. exciting participants? And、mm. my first participant that I chose is our real goat,、mm. and it's his first time participating. And I was actually excited when I saw his、mm. um his cipher, and I was just pumped because. I've started to become more appreciative of his music because at first I、yeah. was not really fond of his music, but as、mm. I kept listening to his songs and his albums and kind of learning who he is,、mm. I just thought, oh man, he, he's, he's going to be、dude. one of the. He's a really、yeah, good、man. dude. <laughs> he's going to be a an underdog, a dark horse, and、mm. I think he could be, you know, a potential winner just because he has like a different style to him, and I just.、Mm. He has a very tight flow that's、yeah. very unique. He's a very just, he's a he's a technician. He's seriously yeah, a technician.、Man. Yeah, yeah, man. And the fact that he produces、mm. and mixes and does all the all the works for his songs, I just thought,、mm. man, he is going to be an exciting artist. Who knows? He might even help the producers that he's on. You know, I mean, Basic with- is already kind of established. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He has been around since oh eight. Um, oh eight is a very uh two thousand eight. I'm talking about two thousand eight here. Um, the oh eight was a very important year for Korean hip hop, and what we call the greatest players in the game was kind of you know the rookies of oh eight. You know,、like、yeah. Essence, Simon Dominic, Swings, all of them motherfuckers was、yeah. born out of the mixtape boom of the oh eight of two thousand eight. And basic was a part of that, you know. Yeah. You know, in like the states, like we talk about, like freshman classes of two thousand ten or two thousand eight and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, and where they are now and stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. no one cares about freshmen now, but back in the days, XSL freshmen was a big thing, right? Yeah. And in 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 a very similar sense, like 2008 had a mixtape boom in Korean hip hop, and one of the people that was in there was Basic. You know, mm-hmm. Basic is one of those rare cases where he was a super rookie, but he didn't kind of live up, couldn't live up to those expectations as the years mm-hmm. went on. Because he was a great technician, but he never had a knack for making solid albums. But yeah. even that, even though Basic has a reputation for it, he has a series called Foundation. Uh-huh. Foundation Volume 1, Foundation Volume 2, and the recent one was Foundation Volume 4. And even people who don't like Basic as an artist always anticipate the Foundation series. Because yeah. he does what he does best on there. He just rhymes... Uh-huh. He just wraps his ass off on a couple of great beats. Like, that's all you want from Basic, and that's kind of all you need from him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, when it comes to Show Me the Money, like, the performance is kind of important. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you need to have certain shock factor to your music. Yeah, so, for me, our real GOAT is the real Mm. excitement here. I think he's young, he's raw and talented. Mm. And then my second uh, exciting... participant is actually Chiguin from Rhythm Power. Mm. And you might be thinking, what? Chiguin? The dude is like a already established veteran. And I know <laughs> because he participated in season four and six, but the dude has come a long way, you know, yeah. with his rap skills. He has come a mm. long way. The dude and his group were a nobody, like no disrespect, but they were kind of a nobody. Mm. And then all of a sudden, you know, with them leaving Amoeba culture yeah. and establishing team play, team play music, music. Mm. i think i think rhythm power is up to something i think they're well on their way to becoming great they and have to wrap their asses off yeah they and really need been, to yeah their skills have been a lot more sharp a lot more skillful mm-hmm. and especially mm-hmm. with chiguin the least of yeah. the, the bunches i think mm. i think there's a lot for him to prove in this uh in mm. the season so i'm super excited for him being brave and courageous to mm to participate in the season. I'm super excited how far he's going to yeah. go. So, Yeah, he failed very early on the last time he participated, right? Because he forgot yeah. his lyrics. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was hard to watch. So I think mm. this season will be a redemption season for him, hopefully. And yeah, he so, needs to. Yeah, so our you know, second category mm. is the most shocking participants. <laughs> and the most yeah. shocking. And I know we had quite a few contestants um like what the fuck are you doing here? Kind of yeah. yeah, man. And for me, the two shocking participants were Yankee mm. and James. Mm. And I'll start with Yankee, dude. Mm. Like, who would have thought Yankee would have submitted an application to join? Movement. Like, yeah, man. Mm. He not only that, but he was also part of TBNY. You know, yeah, TBNY was part of the movement. If I'm okay, correct. yeah, yeah, I think so. And he also participated in last year's hip hop program called Do You Know Hip Hop? And it was for like yeah. old first generation rappers. Yeah. And he was also part of Dynamic Duo's label Amoeba Culture as well. And so yeah. for that one, I was just shocked. I had nothing else to mm. say. I was like, Yankee? Mm. What is he like? How How is he going to What show is up? he doing because, here? Yeah, because we've know, we know that, you know, the mm. other veterans kind of like failed, you know, in the mm. Show Me the Money program so i'm i'm hopeful that he does well and he mm. you know he gets 
gets pretty far. And my final artist that I selected for Jamez. The yeah, man, Jamez, dude. Like, mm. what? Like, yeah, the dude came out of nowhere as well. He yeah, he was also on season four and six, mm. but after that, he just went completely ghosted. He just kind of ghosted himself. You know, yeah. Just I mean, he kept completely he, went away. He constantly made music, but no yeah, one he kind did of make marketed music. it. <laughs> yeah, he just kind yeah. of like went away and just kind of yeah. like it almost seemed like he was deactivated from the scene. Like just like everyone kind of like <laughs> yeah, like or people just kind of forgot about him, or he purposely just kind of like left the scene he, without saying anything. I think he purposely left the scene. I mean, yeah, that's what I thought. There was, I wouldn't hold it on his head anymore because he probably apologized, but he had some run-ins with the Muslim community back in the days and stuff. Because, oh, that's right. He did have some controversies. Yeah. And I I wouldn't go as far as to say that Jamez had malicious intent on it or anything, mm-hmm. but it was still his wrongdoing. And, but he, he kind of owned it up. Like yeah, a, lot of ra- a lot of Korean rappers are bad at owning up shit. And Jamez yeah. actually did put out an apology that actually felt sincere. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm hopeful that he, you know, he again makes a, a redemption, you know, hope, cause I know he started a new label, his own label called Grand Line recently. No, 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 so- no. Wait, wait, wait. That's, that's wrong. Jamez is not a member of Grand Line has existed for forever. Oh, really? But it's recently said that he started his own label. That's not label. Grand Line. If he did start oh, a record okay. label, that is not from Grand. That is the the name is not Grand Line. Okay, my mistake. Um, uh, no, no, actually, you're not entirely wrong because I just looked it up, and Chom Grand Line existed forever. It was it the CEO of Grand Line was a man was a person called War Man. He rolled around with Verbal Jint and Overclass back in the day, and. He kind of gave the CEO post to Jamez. Okay. So it's not like he started a label. He became oh, okay. president of the record label that he was already in. Okay. Thank you for yeah. the clarity. Yeah, okay. yeah. Grand Lion hosts so many good rappers anyway. Yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm just hopeful. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful and excited for his return. Because he looks like he's matured mm-hmm. a lot compared to his yeah. other seasons. So I'm just yeah. super excited for Jamez, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I agree that he has matured because, like, he usually had this super edgy character. Mm-hmm. Like, first, his first stage of his career was a bit like the dude, like the Mac Miller type of chill dude, and then mm-hmm. he became a super edgy dude, and then yeah. his recent is more like a positive vibe kind of thing. Uh huh. Like, granted, his omission stuff was like the edgy stuff is back again, but if you think about it. Um, like his recent album was called the Pink Album. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, and it had very pinky music, <laughs> and for a lack of a better word, it sounded really pink, pink. You know. Yeah. And it was a refreshing. I I I won't go as far as to say I really liked the album or anything, but it was refreshing. Yeah. You know. And yeah. I think Jamez has a potential for showing a lot of different stuff. Uh, mine would be first of all Y2K92. Whoo, boy, like, that was insane. Yeah, this is a duo. 
uh, with one woman MC called Jibin and the other male MC called Simo. And yeah. I'm not entirely familiar with Jibin's catalog because I don't think she has an extensive discography before Y2K92. Mm-hmm. But Simo has been around for a long time, like a really a long very time. long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, his album called Simo and Mushula, which is a collaboration with, of course, come from the title Mushula, is yeah, a classic. Yeah, it's a cult classic. There, it's a cult classic of experimental Korean hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like he has a very unique style. And it's not like unique in the sense like a young thug is unique. It's like unique in the sense that you don't think this is even hip hop the first time you hear it. Mm-hmm. The guy is rapping, but in a very really manner over some really fucked up beats, you know? Yeah. Like his music is whacked out. And this is like, like he's like the equivalent of like a clipping or a death grips, you know? Mm-hmm. And hearing him applying for Show Me The Money was really shocking because this program really has nothing to do with experimentalism. No, most definitely Yeah, not. this is about making hits. Yes. Granted, Simo and Chibian's skills as rappers are uncontestable, in my opinion. Mm. Like, they make one of the most forward-thinking music in Korean hip-hop, period. And they're mm-hmm. not even young. Like, Jibin is young. Simo is not. You know? Yeah. And to turn the listeners on some of their works, uh, Simo has a feature on Simon Dominic's recent album. Yeah. Yeah. Yaling Gang, that, that song. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Simo just pops up out of nowhere. Jibin is completely elusive. Jibin never pops up on anywhere. Mm-hmm. Simo occasionally pops up somewhere. The mm-hmm. only time Jibin actually popped up was on Kim Shimya's recent album. Mm. And that's pretty much it. She does seem to have connections with Lil Cherry, but that's kind of it. Like, Jibin's yeah. totally elusive. Simo pops up occasionally, but that's like, I don't know, like once in every like s- 10 months or something. So they don't even have an album out yet. <laughs> yeah. Like this is the one of the most hyped duos that don't have an album, <laughs> which yeah, is which really is frustrating because each time yeah. they actually put something out as Y2K92, it blows your head off. Yeah. It, it blows your mind, but they just keep not dropping that fucking album. And yeah. them coming out of Show Me The Money has me excited for two reasons. First is people will get to know them. Yeah. And it's kind of double-edged because people might hate their style. Mm-hmm. Or they might really like it. I don't know. I don't know how the masses will respond to these two guys. And the other thing is, them coming out of Show Me The Money probably means they're actually going to drop something. Mm. Because yeah, I, don't, I, think of I don't see these people as characters that are going to like do it for fame. They no. might do it for the money. They are not going to do it for fame. And probably the reason they're coming out of Show Me The Money is probably to make sure their album doesn't really like flop. Yeah, at least you got to put it out there that your album is out, right? Mm-hmm, for sure. So yeah, I think it's that minimum exposure they're looking for. Granted, I just picked Y2K92 okay. because they're two rappers. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Okay. Then for my potential winners, I I might kind of I might kind of shock you a little bit, but the oh. two artists that I went with is Soko Domo mm. and Blase. 
Blase, I'm not sure. Sokodomo, very agree. All right. Uh, hear me out, though. Yeah. Okay, we know Sokodomo's skills. Like, he's just, uh, he's on the rise. It. Yeah, like, and he makes there's great no music. questions. There's no yes, questions. Um, yeah. But the reason I. music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the reason why I chose Blase is mm. in the past season, Show Me Them as season nine, he, mm. he actually showed a flash of talent. And mm. it's, I think he just, is underestimated just because he's not as big as mm-hmm. you know people would like him to be but mm-hmm. he has the skills man just mm. even in his um cypher that he submitted he mm. he was rapping to that uh uk drill beat you know yeah yeah, yeah. and he f- he fits that genre really well and yeah i think he could be an artist that could really make a run in this season it's mm. just because he has like this really tight kind of raw flow that is very mm. um very um outspoken you know and you can mm. hear the words really well and his rhyme schemes are really catchy like mm-hmm. i don't know if you can catch his songs but he, he knows how to rhyme really well and it's very yeah. consistent it's not mm. you know oh it it has an inconsistency but it has really mm. consistency and i think mm. he has a really good shot at it so blase man blase um, I definitely agree with Sokodomo. Like mm-hmm. his recent album SOS was just yeah, that was insane. Yeah, that was a mind fuck. And um, oh by the way, it's written in Morse code, so typing SOS wouldn't get you in the you know streaming services. You have to search for Sokodomo as an artist. Um, my two picks are, I'm still torn on this. Um, I would put unofficial boy. Ooh. And I think of him. Um, I would put Sokodomo, but since you already talked about it, no, um, no, uh, you could, uh, yeah, you know, have the same one if you wanted to. Um, I would either put Kunta or North Face God. Whoa, Kunta. And, yeah, and I think um a lot. I think a lot of people kind of, a lot of people would usually put Kunta in the surprising category rather than the winner yeah, category. Yeah, that's what I would have put. Yeah, that's yeah. what I would put and in. And I considered that for a moment. But the reason I actually think Kunta has a chance here is I don't... Um, Kunta has the... He's a reggae guy, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's what I was... Yeah. Yeah, he, he he's kind of the reggae hip-hop kind of guy. And the reason I think he has a chance is I think he can make records that have some mass appeal in it Mm, you know what i mean like his recent album is full of those kind of dancehall rhythms and stuff like that yeah and i think a person like yomta or Mm -hmm. gray can actually pull it off pull that off great i'm not exactly looking for kunta to make cutting edge music here Mm -hmm. because he's a skilled rapper but who cares about making skilled rap song anyway? It's more about, you know, getting the hits once yeah. you get to that level. And Yomta has a great history of working with Kunta. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Like Yomta, yeah. like of, of all the people here, the person who is most likely to make the quintessential hit is Yomta and Toil. Yeah. Not talking about the variety here. I'm talking about making a summer banger of some sorts, you know? Yeah. Granted, it won't be the summer anymore, probably. Facts. 
but you need to make some pop hits, right? Yeah. And Yomta and Kunta have a great chemistry together. Like, I know this mm. because they have had collaborations in the past. And each time they did, they made these great pop bangers. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, of course, it wouldn't mm-hmm. have, it didn't get the exposure because Yomta was not famous back in the days. Yeah. But they can do it anytime they want again. Mm-hmm. And Kunta will probably go up there, like into the final rounds, because his technicality as a rapper is very formidable. Yeah. Like, the dude can really fucking rap. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can't argue with that. Yeah. So he'll, for, I think Kunta's strategy will be like, he will be like the, he will be the rap technician for like the first phase of the audition. Mm-hmm. But once he goes into the upper levels of the competition where you have to make songs with the producers, that's will he that's when he's going to go for the commercial hits, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Kunta has a Kunta can really do that. Like his last album was filled with these electro reggae kind of dance all shit. And if he had mm-hmm. the exposure, it would probably have done well on the charts. Like he makes that mm-hmm. kind of music. Mm. If he wants to, he has a great record of doing that and pulling it off. So I think Kunta is a lot of people don't think like this because the dude is a reggae guy. Yeah. But if that's the case, I mean, dancehall wouldn't have popped off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how are we going to explain shit like Hotline Bling? Like mm-hmm. Kunta can do that. I think Kunta yeah. has a real pocket, like potential of doing that. And, um, the other winner would probably be unofficial boy um, because okay. he has a knack for melodies. Yeah. He really does. And his music reminds you a lot of Big Bang. <laughs> oh, okay. It really does. Comparison. If you, if you okay. listen to it again, you'll hear like old G-Dragon melodies to it. Oh, okay. And I have to check it out. Yeah. You've never heard of his music? No, I've heard a couple, but I just can't recall it. But... No, you have to. Like, his recent album and the last one. Like, he has a knack for melodies. And if he was just about melodies, I wouldn't put him as the winner. Mm-hmm. But he can really rap as well. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he has a yeah. great blend of melody and rapping where, like, I haven't heard someone that meshes melody and rhyming together this well since C-Jam. Mm. And this is the best compliment I can give out right now. Mm. I can't believe, like, this is the dude that used to, you know, do, like, goofy shit on, like, high school rapper. Like, this is one of, like, this dude right here has the potential of the next rap superstar. I would go far as to say that. Like, say it like that. Like, even his melodies, it's so catchy, but the rhyme and the flow he incorporates it in it is so intricate and detailed like this is what i wanted occasion to become (laughs) yeah but he kind of faded into obscurity anyway yeah like this is the next step like like you know how c jam really does this well with the recent kung album and his features and stuff like that like this is what i want for melodical like melodical hip-hop like, this is how you should do it. Like, this is the thesis of it. This is the, mm. I don't know, the holy grail kind of approach to it. Like, this is the golden formula right here. The style that CJM and Unofficial Boy employs. This is how you should do it. And if they really make, if Unofficial Boy really makes it, 
in this season. I would go as far as to say hip hop really came a far way. So these two people、mm. are definitely going to be the winners. Yeah, yeah, man.、Um, we we've talked about a lot of great artists, and、mm-hmm. we can hope for the best. And we'll see, man. It's all it's all wait from here. So yeah. And as we begin to slowly wrap up our show, as usual, any artist or tracks that you're currently listening to and would like to share or recommend to our listeners. Well, since we are going to talk about show, me, we were talking about show me the money. I would say, um, check out Kunta's Kunta's album. Yeah,、uh, for sure. Kunta has an extensive catalog. Like his recent album is very poppy, but he is、mm-hmm. known for being a member of the group Rude Paper, and they are a legendary reggae duo, reggae hip hop duo. And they have a album called,、uh, give me a moment here, called "Destroy Babylon," and there's a song called,、uh, where is it? Freedom. I really like this. I really like this song.、Um, it has a kind of reggae. Of course, it's a reggae flip,、mm-hmm. but it is the one of a few cases in which reggae is done probably by someone who is not of African descent. Okay. Like most of the times, reggae becomes a gimmick, and it's very、mm-hmm. and it's pretty offensive, and not only offensive, it's kind of like you're bad at this. Why the fuck are you doing this kind of thing? You know what I mean?、Mm. Like you know how like comedians go on TV and like shit on hip hop by putting off a bad impersonation of it, and that happens a lot of times. And reggae, I think, is kind of abused in that way as well. But、mm. this is an example of someone not familiar, not not、um, scratch that, not from the culture distinctively,、mm-hmm. but actually does it pretty well. You know, that's good. Yeah. So check out Rude Paper Freedom. All right. So for me, I went with J Tong, and I went with the song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it features、uh, North Face God, and it's this was a、yeah. Dingo project、uh, <laughs> collaboration, and it was like a summer project. And look, yeah, don't. All right, look, no, it's a fucking amazing song. I know, <laughs> I know you're laughing right now, but people, no, I just check this、title. out. <laughs> it's check this song out. I mean, it's gonna bring you into a good mood. It's it's just a good fun summer song. And Jay Tong, <laughs> who's a very iconic. Yeah. Legendary Korean hip hop artist, you know he. <laughs> I kind of just saw this as for fun, you know him just kind of like being himself, and just kind of you know making songs that he likes that he's just kind of. He talks he about being a well being, you know, he, like the nature and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's、um, about nature, the ocean, eating seafood, and <laughs> just. Yeah, you know, hanging out with your friends and yeah, it, it this song just works, man. This song、yeah. just works, and I listen to this song probably ten times a day. I kid you not. Um, adding on to that, this is this kind of seems like a troll song, it, but yeah, yeah, it's not. Like it's very well executed in a musical sense. Like I agree. Yeah, I mean the sentiment of the song is definitely a joke song. The song is ha 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 ha. The title is literally <laughs> ha 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 ha. Right? And North、oh、Face God、goodness. is well known for this super wonky style too. So it's definitely the sentiment of it is a joke song, but it is a very well rhymed. You know, 
It is. Like it the just puts a smile on great. my face. Yeah. Yeah. And and Jay Tong is usually the guy who's, you know, I mean, recently he makes this stuff about nature a lot. But back in the yeah. days, like he was this um rage against oh, yeah. the type, the machine kind of yeah. dude. And it was like, fuck you kind of guy, you know? Yeah, like he for was sure, about for sure. I'll smash your face kind of guy. And it seems like this is a very new, exciting direction for him. Yeah. With the whole energy still inside, but he's talking about eating carrots. <laughs> <laughs> all, so, all, else, all I can say about this song is, yeah. everyone, just go listen to it. It's going to put a smile on your face. Yeah, You're going to laugh along. Make You're gonna sure laugh along. you get the lyrical translations to it as well. Yeah. 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 Please get the lyrical translation because it's a funny song, but J-Tong's amazing. it's a actually a really good song yeah it's J-Tong's fucking it's amazing. simple it's simple it mm. goes straight to the point and it's gonna put a smile on your face and you're gonna mm. laugh too so yeah J-Tong's ha 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 featuring north face god yeah um well that's all the time we have for today but please do comment and let us know what you think of today's topic and let us know which two show me the money season 10 artists and contestants you would put in these three categories and if you enjoyed today's episode Please go and subscribe to our podcast on all platforms and please give us that five-star rating. If you want more K-Hip-Hop contents, go check out Daytona's Instagram at myk underscore Daytona for K-Hip-Hop album reviews and also follow our social media page at soul underscore therapy. Thank you guys so much and see you guys next time. Yep, peace. peace.